I want to clarify because Emily specifically said her other cloak fits Jaxo. Does this cloak fit Jaxo? And whenever Jaxo makes them be wings, are they going to be Jaxo sized or giant? Yes, to both. But the second one is the part where you said, are they going to be Jaxo sized? And then I stopped listening. I just thought it'd be funny if they were like one size fits all wings, but they'll still lift you no matter how big you are. So if you're Jaxo, you get like human sized wings. But also if you're like an elephant, you get human sized wings. Blazing sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Mansamalut. The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives. But when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of that thieves' guild. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today, we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour about a thieves' guild out robbing fools. My name's Brayden, and I'll be your DM. It's Nora, playing Hap Shepsum, a handsome dude who gets by on his looks, charm, and eye for detail. Hap's not from around here, but he's adopted the big city as his home. This lucky SOB is ready for some thievery. I'm Ed, and I'm your favorite Drell Master. Drell Griefstroke is a warlock who worships the darkness within. He's wearing all black, including a black studded leather with a black logo painted on it. And I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. Jaxo Gix is the cutest little kobold you ever did see. He is two feet tall and some change, but he says he's three feet all the time. He is orange, he never wears a shirt, he never wears shoes, he's an ex-pirate, and he's apparently a ranger. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang was informed by the zookeeper that he is actually from the astral plane, and that bounty hunters are periodically sent to kill him. 5108-3605 agreed to sneak into the astral plane and destroy the records of the zookeeper's whereabouts. We join them in the astral plane as they explore a refuse dump that acted as a gateway from the prime material plane. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Guys, do you think that I should do it's the sky's self so I look like one of those yellow guys with red spots? Uh, I don't know. The uh, zookeeper said they don't like anybody. Like, I, I don't think it'll matter what you look like if they see you. I think if they see you, they'll try and kill you. Here's what I think is important. He said they don't like anyone that isn't okay with being a slave. So if we run into anyone, we'd say, like, yeah, we're slaves, and we're going to do this thing for our master. Let's get this thing. Bye. That's my plan. I think that's a good backup plan, but we don't know what slaves look like here. They might all be wearing chains and not have any autonomy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we just tell them, like, we're, like, really cool slaves. I think it's a good backup plan, like I said, but I think we should just try not to be seen. Yeah, let's sneak, I guess. Do you want to be invisible? I can cast invisibility, but only on myself. 
You made us invisible before. What changed? I can cast invisibility on more than one person? Yeah, you have to cast at a higher level. Don't you oh, know anything yeah, about yeah. your like magic? Plus one person per thing. Yeah, but you can only cast it at higher levels because you're a warlock. Oh, yeah. Wait, how long does it last? An, an hour. hour. How far can we walk in an hour? Five miles. Five miles? I feel like walking in an hour. Don't you walk like... Five miles an hour? Yeah, I guess so. I was going to say 20 miles, but then I was like, no, that's like that's really That's a bike. Crap. Yeah. What about 60 Okay, chill. <laughs> That's like a car. All right, do we think that that tower's five miles away? No. I don't know. Make a perception check. 19 perception. 19 perception. Two. Yes. Drell thinks that it's like 10 miles away, but the other two people in the party think that it's more like two miles away. I'm not going to cast invisibility until we're within like... Two miles we, left. We are fine. We can make it, man. Yeah, we're real close, buddy. It's like we're, 10 miles away. No, 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 no. It's like two. We're going to have to like stop and lunch on the Joel, way. Joel, 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 you're fast. I'm fast. We'll go 10 miles an hour. Give us this invisibility. How fast e- are you? E- uh, 10 miles an hour. Look at these legs. And they start going fast. I don't think it's 10 miles an hour. Can I run faster than Jaxo? Uh, I feel like that would be opposed to athletics checks. Well, wait, what are your movement Jaxo's speeds? Jaxo's move speed. 30 walking. Okay. I think that D&D has a race problem as far as, um, like, rules for having, like, a foot race or a oh, yeah, sure. car race or whatever. But um, are kobolds normally 20? Did you take something to make it 30? Yeah, probably, because I'm so cool. You know what I always say about Jaxo? He's the humblest of the bunch. So are you guys going that way? What do you do? Are you sneaking? Are you doing invisible? Yeah, let's hide behind uh, lumps until we get close enough that it's worth it to cast invisibility. Who's lumps? The lumps of dirt. Oh. Lumps of trash. I'm just telling you, Drill, we'd be fine if you cast invisibility on us. It's not that far away. We can get there and back. It's going to run still out have like extra when we get time. to the door. It's going to run out halfway there. Okay. They could cast it again. I don't have that many spells. You do. I heard about how good you are. You talk about it a lot. You have more spells than I have. Yeah, it was because I'm also really good in different ways. You see, Drill, we're all different, and that's okay. So are you, uh, are you guys moving while you have this conversation? What's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a stealth check for the party. Okay. 17. All right. You guys are moving along relatively silently and hidden, according to Drell. Some of the rest of the party might think that you could be even even harder to notice. Is that because I'm dramatically dashing from pile to pile? Yeah, it's because every time you stand up to dash, you fling your cloak over your shoulder. I assume, I said cloak, but I assume you have like a cape. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is an important question for aesthetics. Are you wearing your giant helmet? Uh, I think I grew out of that because um, it got cumbersome. Okay. You're hopping along from one little pile of trash to the next, trying to stay hidden. Having, well, make perception checks. 21. 27. 20. Having seen nobody along the way for about an hour. Just moving along, going up this humongous cleared path that looks like uh, it's designed for, for about vehicles an hour. To push. We were two miles away. I mean, for about ten minutes. Yeah, it wouldn't take you ten minutes to go two miles. Yeah, but you could go one mile in ten minutes. Oh, is that how far we went? Yeah. Oh, okay. we went halfway to the tower. I'm just saying, like Jaxo thinks he's fast, but I think that was more like twelve minutes. See, I was so fast. You didn't see how fast I was. Look at these legs. They're tough, and they're fast. I'm just saying we all go at the same pace, and I think it probably took us 12 minutes. 
Alright, this is only going to happen like once, guys. But I'll admit that I was wrong. And we traveled about half that distance in 10 minutes. So I think that the hour is long enough to get us to the tower. Alright, give it to us, man. Alright, I'll cast invisibility on yeah. the three of us. I look at my hands. I can't see them. You can't see them. It's very exciting. And you keep moving, but then you hear some rustling in the trash. Is it a trash panda? I look at it. Make a perception check. Oh, I got a natural one. Six. Eight. Twenty. All right. So I guess only Jaxo hears this rustling in the trash, and the other two people are just, like, moving along. There's a lot of rummaging, and there's some uh, things being tossed around, like small objects, and some humming. And it's, it's like, to the right side of the path. I stop, and I look over there. What do I see? Anybody? You see some stuff on the top. It's like um, things underneath the surface are being disturbed. The top surface is, like, shuffling around. Like, because you're imagining this is, like, a huge pile of things. Yeah. So some of that stuff is, like, falling down to the bottom. Well, like, maybe 10 feet into the pile. Okay. Um, I pick something up off the ground, and I huck it far away like, over the heads of those people, of the pile of stuff. You throw it, like, way farther up the pile. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I thought I could throw it over the pile. Oh, no, the pile's, like, very tall, like, like 50 feet tall. Okay. But it's, like, a slope. Like, you know how, like, if you had a pile of sand that was 50 feet tall, it yeah, would be, like... it starts to fall. Like yeah. a dune? Like a dune of sand that's 50 feet tall? That this is, like, a trash dune? Unless you touch or something? Yeah, I think the trash dune is good. All right. I'm like, to my guys, to see if they hear me so that they stop and listen. What? What's up? Listen more. I listen. You hear a little, a little tune, a little song being sung. Can we hear it? Gotta fix them up. Gotta do your stuff. Is it in Lopetian? It's in, uh, oh, what languages do you guys speak again? Draconic. I speak Lopetian and under Lopetian. Elvish, goblin, thieves can't, common. Mm. Lop- slash Lopetian. Let's say it's in common. Okay. Slash Lopetian. It goes, what did I say? Gotta fix them up. Gotta get your stuff. Polish it good. Make it shiny. Tell it to the guys with the lots of money. Does it sound cute like that? Mm-hmm. Great. That means it's Emily's friend. I keep walking, but try to be quieter. Do you want to investigate, Emily? Yeah, I want to sneak over and see if I can get closer without them noticing me. Okay. Make a nominal stealth check, I guess. With advantage for being invisible? Is that how that works? Yeah. 16. They're still singing their song. You just hear this song. And they're, like, underground Yeah, they're like in under, the trash. Yeah, they're, like, in like inside the pile of trash. Well, I'm good at digging. Okay. I could dig down there. Making lots of money. I just want to stay here all day. Did you say that out loud? No. That's just how I feel. I'm going to say to the space beside me, Man, Jackson, what do you think that was back there? Do I hear it? How loud did you say it? I quietly. Make a perception check? 13. Now you don't hear it, I guess. I say, Jackson, we better go catch up with Drell. Are you staying there, too? Yeah, I stayed behind, but I didn't go investigate any further. Well, if Jax doesn't respond to me when I talk to him, I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop walking. <laughs> okay, you hear nothing. Did I hear Hap? Because he's right there. Yes. I'm like, ah, 
And then I walk with, I walk back up to Hap and I go with, okay, let's go. All right, I'm going to start walking back toward the pile where the stuff was falling. And I say real quiet to Hap, what do you think it was? I don't know, trash goblin? Spooky. We can go investigate on the way back. We have to come back this way to get to the portal. But it seems foolhardy to investigate now. Unless we think it could be an ally. He did sound cute. Cute doesn't mean that they're automatically going to be your ally, though. But I'm cute. I was really hoping for a visual gag where they weren't talking. And then because I turned around and they were trying to catch up to me and I was trying to get back where they were, we ran into each other. Yeah, I was trying to make it happen, but they're talking too much. So you're definitely going to hear them when you run into that area. When I hear them, I'm like... Oh, Jaxo, is that you? Yeah. I thought you were with me. I am. He got a little distracted by that thing he heard in oh. the trash pile. You Sounded know. cute. Want to be friends with him? Do you think it'll help us? Maybe. I mean, this is the astral plane. Everything here probably kills us. I shrug. No I mean, one can see it. We are tough. The, the bunch of us. We killed those ninjas dead. That's true. You want to just kill that thing? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if it is deadly, then we can kill it. What if it sets off alarms or something, though? Yeah, setting off alarms would be bad. Mm. What if we only let it think there's one of us? Jackson, do you want to try to talk to it? Wait, I'm the I'm the charisma guy here. Are you? Yeah, y'all are full of charm. I'll try to convince it that I'm like a bodiless wisp floating through the aster. The ether? No, we're on the ethereal plane. We're in the... Astral plane. It's going to be hard to convince it because it's never heard of that probably. Well, who knows? Have you heard of everything on your plane, you dumb idiot? I love that yes. Ed's go-to insult is, you dumb idiot. You're so stupid all the time. All right. What are you? What are we doing besides insulting the DM? Do you want me to go back, Jaxo? No, no. I want to go back. All right. You go back. Okay. I go back. I'll stand right here between pile of wrenches, pile of bricks. Pile of turtle shells and pile of jacks. I'll come back with you, Jack, so just in case you need backup. All right, let's go. Wait, do you want me to go back with you? I start walking. Hello? All right, Jack, so you start to hear more singing, that singing again. Okay. It's like, you didn't break it, so you can't buy it. But you're looking in the junk and you gotta find it. And I sang, find it, find it. All the stuff moving in the, the stops suddenly. I say, find it, gotta find it, find it, find it, dig it up. Dig it up. A little tiny bronze mechanical head pops out between some of the things with little eyes and a little mustache and a little, a big beard for it, but it's pretty small. And it looks at you and it goes, well, it doesn't look at you. It looks where it thought you were. And then it goes, find it, find it. And I say, gotta keep digging, find it. It looks down, and it starts singing down, and it goes, keep on digging, you're always singing, always singing, and you gotta digging. And then Jaxo says, what's your name, friend? Then the head pops out again, and it says, uh, and it looks around, and it's making clockwork noises when it's looking around, and it goes, that's a secret, you gotta keep it. I don't have a name if you got no realness. You don't have a body. Yeah, man, I don't have a body. It's uh, swiveling its head a lot and looking around. Do you live here? Maybe. Are you alive? Yeah, and maybe. 
I think so. He picks up some, like a toy, like a broken monkey with symbols, like a wind-up monkey. It's missing one of its legs, and he throws it forward to where it hears your voice. Does it hit me? What's your armor class? 20. No, it, it goes past you on the left. Um, well, I look around on the ground. What's around me? A lot of trash. Are there any, like, things that could be humanoid, like a body, like a toy that looks like it has a head that I could, like, move around and pretend that that's it? Uh, sure, but you gotta tell me what it is. Okay, I pick up this dirty rabbit puppet up off the ground, but it has three ears because it's, like, some kind of weird rabbit puppet. And I pick it up and stick it on my toes. Like, I pick it up so that it looks like the rabbit on the ground is coming to life. His head pokes back into the trash to disappear. And he's like, nope, 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 I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Not today. Okay, bye. Not gonna talk to a haunted rabbit. You talk to him once with your soul and they nab it. (laughs) Uh, Just one real thing before I go, though. Do you know where the tower is? I know. Who are you? Oh, um, my name is Alice. I'm not so callous. I'll help you, Alice. But you gotta do me a favor. What's the favor? Any flavor? Maybe. Don't steal my soul. I'm not that old. I got plenty of life in these bronze bones. I don't have a need for souls. I'm already real old. Where's a building? Are you as old as a tree? How old is the tree? No, not me. Are you as old as a rock? Bok, bok. Definitely a sock. Old as a baby. No, no, baby. I am much too old for that. Where's a tower? Gotta get some power. If you're looking for power, you go to the tower. You fight off an army and you get a shower. That's not, hold on. That's not a good one. Tower, get some power. He pokes his head back out and his shoulders too. A little taller. And he's looking at the rabbit puppet and he says, "If, If you get, look at the tower, looking for power. Go to the top. It'll take you an hour. Yeah, man, can you point me which way? Because I got slay today. His arm, like, swings out in a dramatic arcing fashion and points to the direction you're going. Cool, bro. The tower's that way. Thanks. Now give me something good. What do you need that's good? What are you looking for? He looks at you real curiously, and he kind of, like... Climbs up on the trash a little bit more to get a better perspective. I wiggle the bunny every time. You don't even have anything. You're just a puppet. Yeah. Woo! He picks up like a little like uh, doll shoe and throws it at the puppet and hits it. Oh. Catch it with the puppet. I catch it with the puppet. Uh, that's going to be hard. I have good toes. What do I have to roll? I don't know. Sleight of hand? I don't know. <laughs> Sleight of hand? Sleight of foot. Do you have that one? A 19. All right, you catch it with the puppet's I catch it. body. And I'm like, thanks, man. Uh, he salutes you and waves. And says, okay, please don't haunt me. Good luck with your power. Gonna take me an hour. 
See you, see you in an hour and a half. Later, Gator. Woohoo! He's scared of the don't get seen by the staff. All right. Does he duck back down? Yeah. Great. I take that uh, rabbit off my foot and bring it with me. Okay. I shove it in my backpack. <laughs> okay. Let's go, Hap. All right. I wanted to see, do a check to see if I knew what that thing was. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is that like uh, arcana or history or? I feel like history, and I think it's going to be high. How much interplanar travel have you done before? Zero. I think it's going to be a really difficult check. I got an 18. So you don't know what it is, but it looks kind of like a gnome. It looks like a clockwork being that's shaped like a gnome. Do I think it has a soul? Mm. It did tell us not to take it, soul. So I think you don't have any special ability to tell if it has a soul, right? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Is everyone mad about that? Because I had a lot of fun. No, Jaxo, you're our new uh you're our new front man now. Pretty sure. Ain't got no use for old hat no more. Yeah, screw these people with high charismas. Send the ranger in. Hey everybody, it's your favorite Dungeon Master, Ed. I know you don't get to listen to me Dungeon Master this time, and that's a bummer, because I'm your favorite. But Brayden's a good Dungeon Master too, so don't worry about it, guys. Anyway, thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour. We really appreciate all of our listeners. Just so you know, this is a little bit of a shorter one, because it was a little too long to make one episode out of these two bits, but a little too short for two full episodes. So, we've got a little one here, but a big one next time for the conclusion of this arc. Anyway... You know, let's get back to the adventure, see what our friends are doing in Tunarath. So, uh, yeah, all right, so you're headed up the uh, pathway. Do we run into Dr- to Drell on the way? Like, physically run I into him? I feel like it would be hard to actually run into him if he wasn't making noise and you weren't looking for each other. But it seems like you guys might be trying to find each other. Yeah, we're a party of three. Well, did you go to where he said he was going to be? Yeah, we went to the bricks and the TVs mm-hmm. and the wrenches and the wrenches. Yeah, but that's like one spot over. I get there and I'm like, Trell. And uh, I guess, did you say it loud enough? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, and then I come from like a little bit away. I'm like, I said I was going to be over there. I'm not real good at directions. Okay. All right. Well, we were going in the right direction, so we just got to keep going that way. So did that? Did you guys kill that thing? No, he's cute. He's like a little tiny clock gnome. You think it's a spy and they make it cute so that you don't kill it? Like babies? Do you think babies are all spies, Drew? Yes. Okay. I don't know, maybe. But he didn't ever see me. He thinks that I'm a, a rabbit puppet. Okay. I'd take the rabbit puppet out of my satchel. You kept it? Is it still invisible because I had it in my bag? Let's just play this one like the rabbit puppet when you have it out of your bag is visible still. Okay, let's show it to you, Drell. Okay. All right, so what are you guys doing? I think we keep going the direction we were going. You keep on walking along the edge of the trash up the road. Is it really smelly? Oh, yeah. Is it going to be even smellier when we get to the armpit? There's only one way to find out. Um, How long did that conversation take us? What, like two minutes? Okay. I'm like, well, guys, it's a good thing I didn't cast that spell that long ago because we lost some time there. Yeah, so much time. Saying there's only 60 minutes in an hour. Well, maybe in your kind of hour. That was 3% of our time. 
Yeah, you just go. You, you, it's just a clear walk. You don't see anything particular, but like after another 12 minutes, you start to hear noises that, you know, like they're far away, but you're like you're approaching them. It sounds like a bunch of people shouting in unison, like, Hah! and then like some like stomping and wooden clacking noises. And then like, Hah! and it's from in front of you, kind of, mostly in front of you. Do we see anything or just hear it? No, but that tower is getting way bigger and more visible. Like you're getting close to it. I whisper, we should probably sneak more, guys. Yeah, no talking until we get to the tower. We just use hand signals on each other's butts. Okay. So you keep going up closer and closer to the tower until you get to a point. You're staying, you're not climbing up any, uh, any mounds of debris or anything. Are there windows in the tower? Yes, they have glass in them. Glass. They're like closed to the weather. I'll climb Is up on a mountain. Is there a lot of weather in the astral plane? There's psychic wind that kills people. But I don't think it rains in the astral plane. Maybe there's psychic rain. Maybe there's psychic rain. There's windows is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm sorry, Nora. What were you saying? I'll climb up on a trash mound and take right. a look. Stealthfully? Yes, yeah, stealthfully. Scrambling up a trash mound to see. Is everybody, anybody go with you? Um, I think that as soon as Hab starts climbing up the trash mound, I can say, like, Hab, hold on a second. Then I will use my Eldritch Invocation Ascendant Step and cast Levitate on myself. Um, I just want to make sure you don't do double concentration. Uh, Hap, never mind. You can go ahead. I was going to do something that was going to make me visible. All right. What a waste of time. That was like four seconds, not two and a half minutes. Gotta sing with the robot friend. I, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask, too. Did we see any more metal gnomes? So the only one. You only saw that one. Okay. What do I see when I get to the top of the trash pile? As you climb to the top of the trash pile, you can hear more of that, like, in unison yelling. And as you get to the top, I assume you went towards the tower side. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll just say is to the right anyway, since we're doing the right everything. You see at the base of the tower, so the trash pile ends. You're on the last trash pile. Or the first trash pile. Or the first trash pile, right? And then you see... There's the tower, and then there's a huge yard attached to it, like in the same space, although there's not a fence or anything to denote the property. It just It's just flat. Yeah. And grassy, maybe. Yeah. But what color is the grass? Green. Dang. I thought it was going to be like red to match the Beautiful, sky. Beautiful, luscious green grass. But it looks weird because the sky is red, so it looks really dark. And there's a whole bunch of Gith Yankees out like kung fu style training and they're all doing the same moves and they're like swinging these staves around (laughs) and smacking them off the ground and stuff you know like how you do in a big yard with like a grid of people that it's like a hundred people is there any clear path across the field or is it just completely covered in people training I mean, they're taking up a certain amount of space. You could go around them. The plane, what, what do you call an area that's flat that you wouldn't field. call a plane? The field is much bigger than that. There's a clear entrance to the tower that's facing that group. You're like kind of up around, I don't know, you're real high up, maybe like half the height of the tower. And you can see that there's a balcony overlooking where there's like a trainer on a balcony on the tower. Like a person that's training them. Yeah. I think they're like two stories up. Okay. That seems really high. Well, you said, didn't you say it's like four or five stories? Yes. The tower? Yeah. Okay. And then there are windows all up the tower. 
Um, I think that you maybe you see more balconies on the same side, like on more stories above the one where you see the person who's like, um, I'm going to just call them a sergeant. I want to wait for like five minutes and see if I see anybody coming in and out of the tower entrance or like if are there guards at the door? Okay. They keep doing their exercises and training. I don't know how long they train, but they train way longer than you like seems reasonable for humans. And let's say no one comes out of the tower. Are there guards at the door? Yes, there's one guard at the door. And is there like an actual door that's closed that we would have to open? Yes, there's uh, like double doors. But they look like heavy and metal and fortified. Okay. There's also banners hanging near the door that have some of that writing that's the circles with the radiant lines. Mm -hmm. I go back down the trash pile stealthily and tell my comrades what I found out. Okay. And I say, I don't know. I don't know if we can just go in through the front door. I didn't see anybody coming in or out. So we can't invisibly open the door, can we? We could try and scale the outside. We could wait till it's dark out. And then we could use that Grungo's door. Oh, I do have that. Yeah. We don't know if it gets dark here, though. Do you want me to go back and ask that robot guy? I think that was kind of far back. I think our invisibility is going to run out, too. So we got to think about that. Yeah. What do you think, Drell? Yeah, I think we're on a pickle. What's the estimate on number of warrior trainees? 100 trainees. Well, I think that based on how two of them was like kind of difficult, 100 sounds hard. Impossible, I think. Nothing's impossible if you put your mind to it. Can we fly into that building? I got wings. I can walk into it on the air, but I can't get happy in. What? Mm. What if? Oh, 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 oh. What if? Hap gets into that plant, and All right. you carry the plant and walk on air, and I'll fly. Okay. Okay. Can we do it? I have to be visible to walk, though. What if I cast Pass Without Trace, and then we stick together? How's that going to help me? Doesn't Pass Without Trace mean we, we can't be seen? It's like invisibility? It's, so it's not... The, here's the trick. It's not invisibility. It makes you good at hiding. But if we go at night, it's a veil of shadows and silence radiating from us. Yeah, so like crossing an open street like that will be like, it's like easy to see. Yeah, like I can walk above all their heads, but then you're going to just see a person walking through the sky. It's going to get weird. I feel like maybe I'm picturing some stuff that I should make sure I've described to you guys. Between all these huge piles of junk, there's like big dirt open roads that are like huge for like machinery to move through potentially so that they're like. 20 feet wide, 30 feet wide, maybe. And at the end is one of those. Like, that's like the edge of the dump. And so, like, you have to cross that space to get to, like, the next lot of land, which has the tower. And then right now, the people training in front of it. And then past the tower, there's, like, more buildings. There's, like, wooden structures past it that are relatively small that look like more kind of military places. Maybe, like, a bunkhouse kind of thing. Maybe, like, a mess hall kind of thing. I think we should go while we are still invisible and we should use Grungo's door on a side of the tower that isn't facing the field and use that to get in while we're still invisible. I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, let's do it. All right. We swing a wide arc around the people, though. Give it our best. We got half an hour to get to the building. Come here, go three miles wide. All right. Let's do a stealth check, although it seems hard to fail when you're invisible. Fourteen. Fourteen. 
All right, you guys swing wide. Are you going around to the left or the right of the crowd of people? You're saying crowd of people between us and tower? I was imagining them, like, not between you and the tower, like, so to the side. The other direction. I think the front of the tower is facing to the right of the dump, like, from your perspective, and the back of the tower is, like, to the left. They didn't build the tower facing the dump. Are all the people that are training wearing the same stuff that the people that came and attacked us wear, like, black silks? And- no. They're wearing similarly styled armor, but, um, like, the same kind of decorations, but they're not wearing black coverings do they have silver great swords uh yeah well, they and, have wooden sword well they have wooden staffs that they were training with at that moment but there's, you see a lot of silver great swords around and they're all yellow-skinned gaunt humanoids does anybody is anybody sitting on the side looking left out like they might be an outcast no dang they look uniform and mighty yeah the only person who looks different, there are two people who look different. The person guarding the door and the person on the, there was like the controlling, like leading the exercise that's on the balcony. What looks different about them? They're one's standing at the door instead of moving around and stuff. So, so everything is the same about him in terms of clothing and physical appearance? Yes. Okay. And the person on the balcony has bigger pauldrons. Are pauldrons the ones that go on your shoulders? Yeah. Okay. Fancier armor. Um, what more details do you guys need to know about the layout to make this plan happen? You're going around to the back side of the tower. How tall is the tower? Did I say four Four. or five stories? I think you said four or five. It's five stories now that you're next to it and you can see it. How tall is that in feet? Well, the first floor's a tall floor. With a mezzanine? How would you know from the outside? You know? I might call that two floors from the outside. Is there two sets of windows? No. But the set of windows is like two feet higher than you would expect windows to be. How tall is a Gith Yankee? They're, aren't they normal height? They're, nor, they're like human height. Are they? I think they're kind of tallish. But they're not like 10 feet tall. They're like six foot five. Yeah, I, don't, I can't find where to find it. I think that in my head, they're like averaging around six feet. If they're averaging like six feet, then they're like slightly taller than humans. Okay. On average. All right. Um, okay, so all right, so you're it's still invisible. You're crossing the street to the back of the tower. Yeah. Emily wants to know how tall the tower is in feet. Yeah. Around 55 or 60 feet tall. Cool. Are there any open windows? Make a perception check. I got a natural one. Do you care about that? It was a seven. I care that it's a seven. Okay, I got a seven. You think you see one. Okay. Which... On the fourth floor. Okay, cool. Thanks. When we go around the back, do we see anybody in the back of the tower? No. You don't see anybody in the back of the tower, and you don't see any other doors. Okay. But there are windows that are, like, you know, a regular distance around the tower. Let's say about every uh, 15 or 20 feet. Can we look in one of them? You can try, but the see, the first floor windows are up about two feet taller than what you would think a window would be at. This is a clear fire code violation. They don't have fire here. I say, Drell, can you come get on my shoulders and see if you can see inside the window so when we put the door in, we can see where we're going? Yeah. I, and I, like, snap my fingers. I feel around in the air, <laughs> try to find Hap. Yeah, cool. You find Hap. All right, I climb up on Hap. All right, you look in the window. Yeah, you can see in there, there's a bunch of bookshelves. Is there anybody in the room? Make a perception check. Twelve. You don't see anybody in the room. All right. But you can't see it really well. Like, there's a bunch of book. Like, you can't. You can see into, like, a couple. Like, a, a one aisle really well. And, like, you can see 
that there are a bunch of aisles, but like you, you can't see in them very well. All right, Hap, I don't see anyone in there, but I'm afraid that well, if we put the door in the wall, it's going to be behind a bookshelf, and we're going to accidentally knock over an entire bookshelf of books. That's going to be really loud. Do you want to look in another window? Yeah, let's try the next window over. All right. All right. Do you guys like sideways shuffle? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I think, I think we, we just like, shuffle. Like wall walk. Okay, you look in the next window. It looks the same. So, like, the bookshelves are oriented so the aisles are lined up the same way, but the wall is round. So it seems like there, if there were bookshelves on the outside wall, it would have to be... Custom built, baby. Custom built. But you try to look down. You don't see a bookshelf, although it's hard to see... All right, Hap, I've changed my mind. Based on the triangulation, I don't think there's a bookshelf here. I think you just did this because you wanted to be on my shoulders for longer. I know they're nice and broad. Wow. But we don't have time for this drill. All right, well, you're not wrong. Let's just open it, and if there is a bookshelf, don't push it over. All right. I put Grungo's door in the wall where Drell tells me to. What calamity awaits our burglar buddies inside this Tower of Terror? What betrayal awaits them from the grim spy encountered in the trash heap? What cacophony will erupt when they open this door? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.